take what you need and leave the rest. For me personally, I will be focusing on the things that have worked within my businesses. I will be looking at the systems that have really helped me build out my business over this time. Hey, I'm Alicia Harris and I am your host of The Alicia Show. Each week we'll be having conversations about how to enhance your well-being. We'll be sharing strategies and stories and insights to build your business while still navigating life because sometimes we try to separate the two and let's face it, if you are not well, you have no business. I am a holistic business growth strategist and a wellness coach who spent over 15 years in corporate before deciding to choose me first to build my brand, Alicia Lifestyle. I'm here to teach you how to redefine what success means to you, ditch the stress and confusion, and learn how to run your business from a place of ease and excitement. Let's get into this week's episode. Hello and welcome back to The Alicia Show. I am your host, Alicia, and I am super excited that you're here. As always, firstly, I'd love to just say to you, if you love these episodes, then please, please share. And also, if you're like, Alicia, I want more of you, then please sign up for my weekly newsletter where I share with you more tips and strategies that are easy to implement. I send these love letters, that's what I love to call them, to you on a Sunday evening so that we can reflect back on how the week went, but also so that I can set you up for the week ahead with some prompts. So you've got the podcast, but you've also got a letter form where I share with you what I am doing within my business and also what I'm doing in my personal life. And so I will make sure that all of the information is in the show notes and I hope to see you. over there too. Okay, today I want to talk all about lifestyle and business trends. We're getting ready to go into a new year and every year the experts forecast what to do from a lifestyle and a business perspective. So I've done a little bit of research, but then also I'm going to add my own twist because for me, I'm getting to a stage where I want the information, but then I also want to be using my intuition to really consider what I am going to implement. And a lot of that comes from reflecting back and looking at what worked for you over the course of time. So I like to do this on a quarterly basis. Some people do an end of year review. I also do that. I also look at what's happening within my business on a quarterly basis to ensure that the things that I am doing are actually working and that they are not just a waste of my time. And so I just wanted to say that from the get-go because these are the things that I've read about and then I'm also thinking about, "Hmm, do I need that in my business or not? And I am looking at this from a business perspective, but also a well-being perspective as well. Okay, so first, number one, AI is here to stay. So If you like it, that's amazing news for you. If you're not so keen, sorry for you, it is staying. And so from my perspective, I sometimes feel like (laughs) 
it's popping up everywhere. Even sometimes where you don't want to use AI, you have the option. And so I still want to have that creativity. I don't know if you remember Jack and I talking about it in our episode and she shared her take in what she thinks with regards to feeding AI your own copy. And I will make sure that I link this episode into the show notes. It's episode 120, which is titled Why Quitting Video Has Been the Best Decision in My Business. And again, that's something that is controversial to some people, right? Some people and some of the experts are like, you have to show up on video all the time. But here's Jack telling you that actually taking video away from her business has made her more intentional and actually her message stronger and has been amazing for her business. So highly recommend that if you haven't listened to that episode, go ahead and check it out. We talk all about her video free journey, but we also touch upon AI. And so for me, I use AI as and when needed. I still use it for prompts sometimes, sometimes just when I have brain fog, because brain fog for me is real and I just need a prompt. I use it in that way, but I still love the creativity of writing. I still work with a copywriter and I like that human touch because ultimately AI is a robot. It is a machine. I use automation in my business, but at the same time, I want my words to stay and sound like my words. I don't want them to sound like they have nothing to do with who I am and what my vision and my value and my mission is for my business. And some people will say you just have to feed the information in more strategically. And maybe I will get to that place. But at the moment, I'm still enjoying writing and brainstorming myself and using it as and when is needed. But it's just going to get stronger. And there's going to be so many other ways and forms that AI will be integrated into our lifestyles. And so be ready for that. Number two, another thing that I read, which was really, really interesting to me was that being a intentional business owner is really important going forward. And I was like, isn't that a given? But actually it is not. But for me, that's who I am. I am very intentional in what I do. I only work with the people who are aligned with my values. And that's been a difficult journey in itself, right? Because I've come from corporate and sometimes, let's just be real, some of the people that I worked with, they were never going to be my outdoor friends, right? And so now I get the choice to friggin' love my clients. And that's how I feel. I love the people that I work with. I love the fact that we are on the same page and we're very aligned. And those who have worked with me know that this is who I am. I'm the same person that switches on their mic and talks to you as you'll find in one of my coaching or my consultancy sessions. I have learned to just be my whole authentic self. And that has been huge for me from a growth perspective, because for so long, 
working in corporate, I wasn't always able to show up as my whole authentic self because I didn't want to ruffle feathers. But now I'm so confident in doing so because people get the best out of me when I am being intentional. And so when I read that, I was like, okay, that's a really important key factor to being a business owner. Be intentional. Be intentional with your clients. You can be vulnerable with your clients to an extent, right? I'm not saying that they have to know all of your business, but show empathy for them. Show how passionate you are about the work that you do and listen to them and listen to feedback. Customer service is king and it gives you so much data back. It will help your business expand quicker if you ask for that feedback because you be able to course correct or be able to change things quicker than not asking people, not asking your clients what it is that they want and how they feel about the service that you're providing. So be intentional. Sustainability. So building a business on sustainability. And these are the things that I talk about always, right? Is you have to be well. So if you are a individual business owner, then you have to look after number one, because otherwise it is not going to be sustainable for you. With regards to sustainability, we're also thinking about the impact of the planet and so forth. So people are being so much more mindful about travel and just being more friendly when it comes to the products that they're using. And so that's something to think about, but also something to think about in your own life as well. You know that for me, I made a conscious effort to Try not to use so much plastic. And so it creeps in. It does creep in, especially when you've got a small child. And so I will be being more mindful again at recycling some more of the plastics that have crept back into my house and going back to glass products and also wooden products when it comes to her toys and so forth. And we've done a really good job, but I would say 20% has crept back in as well. And that's just normal, right? I'm not here trying to say that I am trying to live a perfect life, but I am trying to be so much more conscious about the things that I buy and the things that I have in my house. So just think about this from your perspective. Are there things that you can do to help from a sustainability perspective? Go ahead and so think about this from your perspective. Is there little things that you can be doing in your lifestyle to help from a sustainability perspective? Do you know how many entrepreneurs that I know that have ended up burnt out and then their businesses have crashed and some of them love their businesses. And so this has been heartbreaking to them. And then they have to end up going back to a nine to five, which they actually resent. And if they just started with themselves and they looked after themselves, then we wouldn't be here. And obviously there's other reasons for people actually having to go back to go back to full-time employment. But at the same time, start with you. And if you know that you're burning the candle or at both ends, then make sure that you can factor times in your week where it's not always like that, that 
you take the time to actually stop and be still and look after yourself. Try and incorporate that into your days. Now, I know that not everybody has the luxury of sleeping eight hours a night. I know some people don't have the luxury of having white space in their diaries, but I am talking from experience. I remember when I was training as a Pilates teacher, I was talking about this to one of my old bosses. She is also a friend, but I was talking to her about this a couple of weeks ago and I would leave my corporate role where I was getting paid a big day rate and then I would go and teach Pilates with like a minimum amount of money because that was my passion and that was my plan B. But it also meant that, gosh, I was on the hamster wheel, but I only made sure that I did that for a short period of time. And also I was none the wiser. I was younger. I couldn't do that now, but I was younger and I was hungry. So I understand that there are times when you're building your business, when you're building your brand, that you have to work longer hours, but then also make sure that you're doing things to look after yourself at the back end. So things like food prepping or things like delegating things that you don't have to do in your household or making sure that you're going to bed maybe one or two nights earlier than midnight or one, two o'clock in the morning. Do those little things. Make sure that you're supplementing yourself so that you have the energy and you're not just going to plateau and burn out quicker. Just please look after yourself. As I said, growing your business is not easy. There are times where I'm like, oh my God, it is 11 o'clock or it's 12 o'clock and the time has just run away with me. There are times like that, but I also, also know that I have the information within about my cycle. And so I know the times where I can do that, where I can actually work later because I have more energy. And that is usually at the end of my follicular phase and going into my ovulation phase where it feels like spring and summer. And I know that I've got more energy like today (laughs) where I can just go, but then I will make sure that is maybe one or two nights in that week where I have a later finish. Remember, I do longer hours on a Tuesday and Thursday to accommodate the people that I work with on different time zones. So I do that anyway, but then I won't start as early. And so I have to make sure that I'm taking care of myself because if I can't work, I don't get paid because I work for myself. If I am tired, I can't motivate myself, which means that I'm not productive. And so that is surely a good reason to make sure that you are looking after yourself. Simple things like having more than one water bottle dotted around the house. That is really easy for me to make sure that I am hydrated. At the moment, I've got three cups on the go. I've got my spring water, my sparkling water and a half a cup of tea. And then I've got my vitamins on the side that I'm going to take as soon as I've finished recording because I have to make sure that I do that now. I'd completely forgotten that I hadn't been taking omega-3s. And then I was wondering why my brain fog was worse and why my skin was dry. Like I was eating, I wasn't taking my extra supplements to ensure that I was getting the right amount of omega-3s. And so now I have to make sure that is one of the things that I have to make sure that I'm doing. 
and I have a reminder in my phone to take my vitamins. But now I have to make sure that I change that to say, take so that I get all of my vitamins in. I'm also making sure that I'm taking my collagen and I've just started to take my magnesium again, because again, sometimes you forget these things. And so now I'm making it very easy on myself not to forget and making sure that my reminder has the particular supplements that I need to take in there as well. Making sure that you incorporate project management. (laughs) You know, when I read this, I was so, so excited. I was like, "Mm -hmm." even if it is a project management tool and it is not actually a person, this is going to help your business tremendously because it means that you don't have all of your ideas just sitting in your head or on a scrap piece of paper. I mean, it's okay to write your to-do list on a piece of paper, but it's also a game changer to have the tasks, the goals, the milestones in a trackable project management system so that you can track where you started to where you want to get to or you can track how where you want to get to and track back. For me, how I work with clients, the majority of the time is they tell me where what they want, and then we track back. And then I help them to make a plan. And then if they don't have a project management tool, then I'll usually incorporate it into mine so that I can track, or I will do a simple spreadsheet. Do yourself a simple spreadsheet to start off with so that you have somewhere that you've got everything written down. I love to tick off things, but it also makes it less overwhelming when you take a big milestone or you take a big goal and you break it down into small, small tasks that you can implement over the week, over the days. Do it. It's going to change your world. This is going to be so helpful. And it also means that you can look back and see and actually start to look at your data and start to look at your stats and so forth and see how your business is growing. It is majorly important to do this. I kid you not, you will start to really focus on the things that are really important to build in your business that once you have a system that is trackable, trust me. Hybrid and remote working. I I don't have to worry about this because I work from myself, but I was reading and I was hearing that a lot of companies now basically saying that two days mandatory in the office has to be done and then you can still continue to work from home. And I think for a lot of people who have been at home, that seems to be working okay. I will say from my perspective, it's been really nice to leave home and go out and meet new people and meet people that I've built relationships with on the internet. I am also very, very happy that I am able to work in my own environment and my own space. But this is here to stay. The hybrid working model seems to be something that they're really pushing for next year. And so hurrah for those of you who have really found your happy medium of working from home and also going to the office. I think it's important to ensure that you don't end up staying at home too much 
because that can affect your mental health and your well-being as well. And so finding that happy medium is really important from a lifestyle perspective. I also read that they will be rolling out more products on the 5G network. And so that's something to consider. I'm trying to be more mindful about the way in which I use my phone. And so in the evenings, my phone does not come into the bedroom with me. Actually, none of our phones come into the bedroom with us just because we spend a lot of time on our phones because they're like mini laptops now, right? You can do everything from your phone. You don't actually need your laptop. However, I feel for our health, we should be taking rests from the screens. And as a Pilates teacher and from a movement perspective, and just also growing older, I want to make sure that my alignment is okay. A lot of us are, you know, shoulders rolled forward, neck roll forwards. And I want to make sure that I'm still finding length throughout my spine. It's really important for my spine to continue to be healthy. And so where I can, I don't want to be looking down at a phone. And also, we don't have phones at the table. When we go out, our daughter does not have a phone to distract her. She never has. And so having that intentional time where we spend time as a family talking rather than on our phones is really, really important to me. I also read something about diversity and inclusion. And for me, this is an interesting one because I felt like everyone was all in at a particular time. And now people are out, in, out, in, out, shake it all about. And I'm seeing some real bad behaviors. And so not to really have diversity and inclusion at the forefront of your mind when you are a business owner, I don't know what to say. We have to get better in including diverse people when it comes to building our businesses. I've noticed one particular person that I used to have a lot of respect for. She was very, very like, oh my goodness, you know, I have to be more inclusive and so forth. And then I've seen photos and I'm like, where's the diversity in your company? There are black and brown people who can do roles in your company too. And then the excuses that I hear about people of color not applying for these particular roles, go seek them out. There are amazing people who have amazing, amazing expertise out there who you can be employing. Go and seek them out. And so I just wanted to do this really quick episode about trends and just to give you some food for thought. But I also wanted to say to you, take what you need and leave the rest. For me personally, I will be focusing on the things that have worked within my businesses. I will be looking at the systems that have really helped me build out my business over this time, such as bringing in Dubsado has been amazing for my business this year. I still continue to use ClickUp. I use Kajabi. I also love Canva for my graphics and so forth and QuickBooks. Everything else 
I've kind of scaled down, but my project management tool, my bookkeeping tool, my customer relationship management tool, my graphics tool, and my website provider, those are keepers. And then from a contractor perspective, I have a copywriter and I will be looking for a new personal or virtual assistant in the new year. For now, I'm just working on my systems and my foundations again, because like I said in the previous episode, once you've had changes in your business, you have to go back and look at what needs to be fixed or amended or changed, because every time you grow, your systems, your processes will need to be checked. Because what may have worked previously may not work now. And so that's what I'm going to be doing over the course of the first quarter again, is reviewing and reflecting to see what has worked within my business, what hasn't worked in my business, and really focusing on how I can grow my business with what has worked. I really hope this episode has been helpful for you. If you know anybody who would benefit from hearing this information, then please, please, please go ahead and share this episode with them. And like always, thank you so much for all of your amazing messages. You're an amazing community and let's just grow it. It's really important to have these conversations so you do not feel like you are alone when you are growing your business and you're doing it from a holistic perspective. It's really important, isn't it? Well, it's really important for me to help you grow without sacrificing your health. And that is grow your business, grow as a human, grow as a parent. I just want you to know that you have to look after yourself. It's so, so important. Anyway, I better go because it's my turn to do the school run. (laughs) So I am off to pick up the kiddo and I am wishing you an amazing day. Thank you so much for tuning in as always. Take care for now. Bye. I really hope you enjoyed this episode of The Alicia Show. If you loved this episode as much as I did, head over and rate and subscribe so you never miss an episode. New episodes drop every week on a Wednesday. I can't wait to hang out with you again soon. And lastly, remember to invest in yourself first because you are important and amazing. Take care until next time. Bye-bye. Thank you.